Welcome to the Colorful Clipboard, where we discuss the building blocks of making dough in childcare. I'm Kate. And I'm Carrie. Welcome back to Colorful Clipboard. Carrie and I are so excited for you to join us today. And we've brought some friends along and we're going to do some storytelling. So Carrie, we always, <laughs> at least once a year, do a podcast on monkeys. And every once in a while we get people who are really stuck grasping that concept as far as what is my monkey? What is not my monkey? What is my circus? So why don't you give us a a kind of a a really, we don't need everything because if anybody doesn't know what a monkey is, it's listening to us, go grab our book, chapter five. We also have a workbook, also same kind of thing, chapter five, some pages to help you understand what are monkeys. But today we're going to do some storytelling. Yeah. So Um, You know, big picture, what is a monkey? A monkey is uh, something that comes and goes, hi, you need to deal with me now. (laughs) And those things can be things that you put on yourself. They can be things that your regulators, licensing, health department, fire department, whatever put on you. They can be stuff from parents, from clients, from the kids. (laughs) Um, So... Monkeys are things that have to be tended to because if they're not tended to, they're going to make a mess uh, and they're going to cause bigger problems down the road. Um, I had the joy of living in a place where monkeys were native and um, some of those guys can be really dangerous. You know, monkeys and apes can be a big problem. And so we want to keep them under control. We've got five rules for monkey management. We're not going to talk about all those. Um, But again, check it in the book. (laughs) If you're like, once we help you identify them, you're like, yes, I have them and I need to manage them. And Uh, figure out what podcast it was, because we've done a couple podcasts as well. So um, a lot of times with podcasts, like Carrie mentioned, or podcasts, monkey. Like Carrie mentioned, they are things that just appear. So they probably were not on your to-do list. And um, some of us, you know, we add them to our to-do list because we want to be able to check them off that we got them done. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what you're talking about at all. I have never done that at all today. (laughs) And... (laughs) So as directors, probably at least for me, some of the ones that became my biggest monkeys were actually my family. So husband, children, those were the monkeys that always seemed to throw me that I felt like I needed to do right away. You know, car issues can't really not get your car fixed. (laughs) You know, if your kid is sick, you can't not go pick your kid up from school. Right. Absolutely. So um, the monkeys that like that when we talk about this, a lot of times people get immediately are the staff person who says, can I have next Tuesday off? And they're asking you at five o'clock on Friday. <laughs> and you're like, Tuesday, huh? Like in four days, Tuesday. <laughs> I know I'm going to have somebody call in on Monday. You always have somebody call in on Monday. If you have a staff of more than 10, what are the chances that that's just somebody who partied a little too hard or had a kid who just needs an extra day at home, as opposed to somebody who actually got sick. So that 
that staff saying, can I have next Tuesday off? That's a monkey. They're showing you the monkey of, I have stuff to do on Tuesday and I want today, I want that day off. And you have to decide if you're going to take that monkey or if you're going to shoot that monkey. Okay. So what does that mean? So what would you do is what's an example of a director taking that monkey? Um, I don't, it, so, so say Kate just asked me, can I have next Tuesday off? And I say, I don't know. Let me go check. I just took that monkey. Shooting the monkey would be, uh, no, we have a policy that you have to give a week's notice when you want a personal day so that we can get everything lined up. You didn't give me a week's notice. No. <laughs> okay. So are, are those the only two ways to solve that? No, I'm sure there's about 15, um, you know, my general way to handle it is to go, oh, did you, did you turn in the form and I didn't see it? Um, Cause I'm conflict avoidant. So I'm always going to be like, oh, you must have done what is the policy as to how this should be done. And I just missed it. Where did you turn that in? Did you, you know, if it was a Google form, did you hit submit or did you just fill it out? Because sometimes with a Google form, somebody fills it out and then they don't hit the submit button and that does nobody any good. Um, there is the, um, uh, you could have next Tuesday off if you can find somebody to cover your shift and that doesn't put that person into overtime. Okay. And so would either one of, both of those sound like those are still you taking the monkey no, I'm not taking it. I said they can have Tuesday off if they can find somebody to switch. They the can shirt. find. Okay, all right. So I just wanted to kind of come up with examples of. Well, you're not shooting it. <laughs> you're not taking it. You're not even gonna feed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but how could you um, train the staff related to how to take care of their own monkey? Yeah. So, so staff monkeys, the other one is with staff that I always found to be a, you have to try to figure out how to balance it are the people who come in and sit in your office <laughs> and, and it's more gossip venting. They've got their own life frustrations that they feel the need to share with you. What are some ways that as a director, you can not take those monkeys or maybe even what's an example of a monkey that you've had somebody literally plop down in your seat and share with you? Their teenagers are driving them crazy. <laughs> um, so I find the, you know, I have teenagers and teenagers are crazy. I mean, I've had teenagers. They can be crazy. The first time this happened to me, all my children were under the age of four. And I was like, how am I the one you're coming to unburden yourself to? <laughs> Like I was just a teenager less than a decade ago. <laughs> like So I think that's an example of a staff monkey where they just, they're going to keep the monkey. Like they're not going to try to get rid of their teenagers, but they just need to show it to you. Like, here's my monkey. Isn't it cute? And they just want to show it to you. And in that case, you know, you just have to set some parameters around how long you have for this monkey show and tell. So the question is, you know, do do you have five minutes to visit with them? Do you have 20 minutes? Tell them how long you have. And then we all have, we all have phones. Use your phone, set the timer on your phone in front of them so that they can see I'm setting the timer for five, 10, however long you said. And then you say, and then I have to, insert thing you have to do. Now it can be, I have to go give a bathroom break to the toddler classroom. 
It can be, I have to go get something out of my car. It can be, I have to go in, you know, buy a helium tank. I don't care what the, I have to do is, but you have to get up and go when the timer goes off. So, but I can see how, again, if you're a director, maybe with teenage children, how you might try not really to take the monkey, but to help them with their monkey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. To feed the monkey. I mean, I would think that if you have teenagers or you have teenager wisdom, even if it was because of youth group programs or some other way you've been involved with teenagers, uh, as a director, again, this is not your responsibility, but you know, we all like to help people. That's kind of why we're in the business. I've got no problem with you doing that as long as you have set the parameters on how long you're going to spend, because this could very easily become two and a half hours. (laughs) Well, and so wouldn't it also be helpful to probably um, maybe even ask the staff person? So do you just want me to listen or do you want some thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. I think that that works pretty well. And you know, one of your, your like golden nuggets is about how you set up the office to discourage monkeys from setting up camp. So what are some of the things that you do when you set up an office to discourage monkeys from setting up camp in your office? So one of the things that I've done as far as the layout of my office is, first of all, my desk isn't something you can see from the door. So if you can't see my desk from the door, that means you also can't see me. So you don't necessarily know if I'm in the, if I'm in there, right? So then you have to like physically go in and it becomes a little bit more of a thought other than, oh, she's there, plop. Uh, (laughs) um, The other thing that I've done is I never had a lounging chair. I might have a table and two chairs or three chairs. Are they Uh, comfy chairs? Are they well padded, Kate? No, they are very much, they, they might be a step up from a toddler chair, uh, or they might even just be folding chairs. I mean, one of my favorite offices, literally, it was one of those little kitchen tables that the sides fold down and it was a couple of folding chairs. And literally, I only yeah, I remember that office. Those were wooden folding chairs. There was none of that cushioning on there. No, they were wooden folding chairs. So it wasn't that I couldn't have a meeting. And it wasn't that I was trying to be, um, to not have space, but, you know, I like bookshelves. I often had bookshelves. I always had things on my walls. And so having big dry erase boards and bookshelves makes it look like you're using the outside space. Therefore, you don't really have a place for a couch (laughs) or a big comfy chair. And, you know, if people can't see you again, Uh, They don't know you're there as easily uh, as um, if you have a desk in the middle of the room where you have direct eyesight to your door, which there are some people who love that. And there are some people who can't handle having their back to the door and they need to be able to see that. So, you know, understand your preference. Uh, But if you like monkeys, then, you know, by all means, put a couch. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was about to say. So when you set up your office, you should have a couch and comfy chairs and, um, you know, plenty of notebooks out for people to write in, right? Yeah. And and books to read. Yeah. You could have all kinds of... Uh, So if you're, if you're taking over a center and so you're trying to foster that 
feeling of com- of camaraderie. And so you're trying to get people to show you their monkeys. Maybe for that, for the first three months, you have a sofa and then the sofa just magically leaves <laughs> once you feel like you've seen enough monkeys. Yeah, um, okay. your center has the ability to have a staff room, you know, some sort of, you know, staff lounge, then, you know, the monkeys can go live there. And, you know, you can work out of that room when you're doing something that you don't mind getting interrupted. Because there are times where as a director, you've got some busy work to do that you personally can do without necessarily thinking. And, or maybe it needs a little more space. And so that would give you an opportunity to take that into maybe a staff lounge. And then you're approachable, you're having a cup of coffee or tea or even just a cup of water, and you're still working. uh, And you can still therefore limit the time with the monkey, but you've gone into their space. And so you've kind of basically implied that you're available. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about staff monkeys. Um, we haven't talked about, you know, I need stuff. We haven't talked about, I have a child who's misbehaving. Please take them into your office. Or, are, oh, <laughs> you know, um, I think we've talked about that other times. But again, I want us to sort of have this one be how to recognize a monkey, <laughs> right? So a staff person who, you know, is using your walkie talkie or, you know, your intercom system or hollering down the hall, whatever your communication system is and says, Hey, I'm sending Micah to you. Micah is a monkey. He's a big hairy monkey. Who's going to shed everywhere in your office. (laughs) And the question is why would Micah be in my office? if Micah is enrolled in someone's classroom. So that is a monkey that I'm a fan of shooting, not literally, but you need to work with your staff on figuring out why they think it's okay to use the administrator as a timeout chair, which is basically they've been told they can't do timeout. And so instead they're sending the kid to the office. (laughs) No, No, thank you. From a child development point of view, that does none of the things that we want it to do. (laughs) You know, there's lots of things that can be staff monkeys. Yeah. I mean, the one thing that's interesting about a couple of the staff monkeys I feel like that we've shared so far is that depending on how you've written your staff handbook, how you've done your staff orientation and regular staff training, these are potentially monkeys that you should never get. Um, And it's real easy for you to maybe not shoot the monkey, but at least to point out that, is this the process? So if Carrie had somebody trying to send Micah down the hall, uh, if you're a director, this is a great mental note for you to write down on a post-it note and go, okay, so when we have our next staff meeting, we're going to do some training and we're going to do some training on this topic. So uh, think of those as teachable moments, maybe not teachable at the at the moment but a teachable moment or something that will inspire a a training later okay i also want us to talk about regulator monkeys (laughs) um because after the staff ones the regulator monkeys can feel the most demanding well and they also will often feel like they've got a like you have to do this right now like this is you have 48 hours or you're going to get cited and there might be a 500 fine 
Or even if they don't give you a deadline, because of who it is, you have an implied urgency. Right. So you have a child who puts a bean in their nose and the parent takes them to the doctor because they're afraid to use tweezers on the bean in the child's nose. That is a monkey. I now have to call licensing within 48 hours because that child went to a medical professional for an injury that happened at the school. Licensing calls you or sends you an email and says, hey, I know you were just renewing people's criminal background checks, but I've got a flag on Susie. So I need to let you know. And Susie needs to check her email today. And Susie can't be at work tomorrow. That's a monkey from (laughs) regulations, right? And it definitely has some immediate consequences, right? I mean, you have to find Susie. (laughs) You have to let Susie have access to a computer or her email, depending on, you know, it could be her phone. Uh, you have to find a substitute for Susie. Uh, and, you know, you probably somehow need to figure out if this is a permanent issue or if this is a, you know, is this a substitute for a day or is this something uh, a little more complicated? Yeah. And you can have, you know, uh, we have, we get an email from licensing or from work source telling us that this policy or that policy is going to change. Our due date for the reporting is now X instead of Y, right? Those are all regulator monkeys. Well, do the fire inspection and they said, this door is only two foot, four inches. That doesn't meet code. This needs to be a three O door. And you're like, I've been in this building for four years. (laughs) What do you mean? I need to change the size of this door now. (laughs) That would be another regulator monkey. Or something, you know, on that same, you know, kind of vein, you know, all of a sudden, maybe your fire extinguishers don't work or you need new batteries for the, you know, not that anything was beeping, but all of a sudden the, you know, the fire alarms aren't working. So again, the perception of those need to be done right away, but Let's think about those two items specifically. Do those need to be done during business hours? So when you get the monkey, I'm not saying that you toss the monkey. I'm saying that you look at the monkey and analyze, do I have to do that right now? Uh, is that something I can do at 6 p.m.? Because, you know, if I need to go get, you know, 10 new fire extinguishers, I can get those after six o'clock. I don't need to leave the center to do those. However, Carrie's example of the staff person, that kind of needs to be taken care of immediately. Like you might be able to go to the bathroom, but (laughs) it needs to be, you got to take care of this now. So uh, definitely two examples and some ways to think about those monkeys. Okay. um, What about organizational monkeys? What are some organizational monkeys, Kate? So organizational monkeys. So if you are a director and you are not the owner, uh, you have organizational monkeys, right? You either have an owner or you have a board of directors or maybe something called a parent organization or maybe a couple. Uh, If you are a school-based program, whether you are after school or even preschool, that you rent space um, or use space uh, from a school district building, you then have the principal, and you have the owner or director or whoever's over the business, right? So all of a sudden you have two points of contact that can give you organizational monkeys. 
And organizational monkeys can include when the organization itself take closes, even though it may not be a federal holiday, or it may be, you know, maybe something related to an air conditioner, or, you know, it could be a much larger scale issue. Um, There's but a if- lockdown because something is happening in the area. Right. That, yeah. that, that's going to be probably either from the principal or your school organization, you know, your, your company organization saying, we're locking down the building right now. That becomes an organizational monkey. Yeah. Because that was an organizational decision. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, days off that change. Um, and you do find this and. Well, even in the last couple of years, you found this in school districts, right? We've had, you know, COVID, no COVID, kind of COVID, you know. Um, and so. Well, uh, and you got added as a, as a state holiday here in Texas or as a state and now it's federal holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, so that has changed. Yep. Uh, and if you are have a partnership with a religious organization like a church, uh, there are churches that will take. Uh, religious holidays or faith-based significant days as time off. So, (laughs) yeah. So, so again, these would be things that you would think you would know in advance, but sometimes if those days fall on weekends, uh, a lot of times administrators will be like, oh, well, you know, so since that day is Saturday, we're going to give you Friday off. So, if you happen to be somebody who doesn't necessarily control the air conditioning or the access to the building, all of a sudden you may be closed on Friday because whatever the, what'd you use? Festival was the term. Whatever the day was, it happens to be a Saturday or Sunday and they've decided to give you Friday off. Um, I've seen this actually happen even in state agencies in the state of Texas, where all of a sudden, randomly, a director decides to give people the Friday off that so it's not really an official holiday. They just maybe recognize that nobody's going to be there anyway. Like, <laughs> it's like it's the, it's Good Friday. Nobody's going to be there. So you might as well give people the day off instead of the four that are going to come in the building. Right. And then you've also got organizational monkeys like the reports that are due weekly or quarterly, like you have to log how many tours you did and how many inbound phone calls and emails you had. And that report would also be an organizational monkey, right? Absolutely. Or grant writing or grant reporting. Um, If the um, organization actually handles any of your finances and you do uh, one of the food programs, So, you know, a food program is a good example of multiple organizational monkeys, right? Because you may have to do the um, attendance records that go to the food program, but yet the checks and money come into the church or to the partner agency. And then you got to make sure that money gets credited to you, right? To your budget items. So, and anytime anybody has a board meeting, staff meetings, you're going to end up with some organizational monkeys, just like even showing up or, you know, and you may show up and all of a sudden they want to know all about your social media and they've never asked you before. So again, these are going to be opportunities where people are going to be like, Hey, we want to know what you're doing to make money. And, um, Although this is definitely your role as a director, it may be a brand new set of monkeys to you. So um, don't ever get discouraged with the monkeys. So Carrie, before we go on to, I think we've got another monkey or two that we want to talk about. 
What are some other guidelines that we might want to suggest to directors to think about as far as if you get an unexpected monkey that is going to be yours? In other words, there's nobody else <laughs> to give it to. What might be some good, you know, the first three things to do when you look at when you get that monkey? Assign it a next feeding time. Um, when am I going to feed this next? Uh, decide if there's any systems that you need to set up to support this new monkey. Um, and, you know, what are the to-dos to get yeah. that monkey handled? Like, do they need, do they need a flea collar? I don't know. What, what do we need? Do they need a distemper shot? I don't know what this <laughs> monkey needs. So doing sort of an, an analysis of what this monkey needs, give it its next feeding time um, and set up any systems you need to. Absolutely. What is it going to need a cage? <laughs> going to need a cage. We've got to build him a cage. All right. So I am not building cages. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, what did I do with my monkey? I threw it across, you threw him across the room. <laughs> I was like, um, so the other two types of monkeys we were going to talk about were parent monkeys and your own monkeys. So Kate touched on your own monkeys at the beginning. So we'll circle back to those and wrap it up at the end with those. So parent monkeys, We've talked about our favorite one. I don't even know how many times we've used this line, but um, so I can't pay all of my tuition when it's due because I had to get my muffler fixed so I could pass inspection. Mm -hmm. That or is a parent trying to give you a monkey. Can they you didn't actually ask you anything. So really they're just showing the monkey and directors take it out of their hands. Don't do it. Well, think about oh, okay. the monkeys our, our poor teachers get handed from parents. I mean, my favorite are, oh, so Johnny is still in his pajamas and I've given him the Pop-Tart when he's done eating. Will you, you know, he needs his clothes on. Or um, when I pick him up, I need him in this fancy clothes because we're going to go get pictures done. Or my favorite, don't get him dirty. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm a big fan of messy play, I believe. Play is the work of childhood. Um, and so I have been known to, when I have a parent who's like, my child needs to be, you know, picture ready when they come to pick up, I say, well, then you're going to need to come 10 minutes early uh, to change them out of their play clothes that I'll take out of their bag and they can wear their emergency clothes during the day and you can change them back into this cute outfit at the end of the day. <laughs> So that's how I handled that particular monkey. I don't accept that monkey. I don't see that monkey. <laughs> uh, what about shoes? I mean, or, or coats or basically coming not dressed for the weather. Um, <laughs> so uh, there's various ways that you can handle that. Um, and it depends on where in the state of Texas you are. Um, because if you're in the panhandle and it's December... This is going to be a significant issue. Um, if you're in Central Texas or San Antonio or, you know, the Valley and it's December, ooh, I'm so scared. It's 45 degrees. They can, you can go outside without a coat in 45 degrees. Nobody's going to die. Um, but um, I generally, you know, kids leave coats all the time. And so I'm just like, okay, we'll go find something from the lost and found. <laughs> Um, if they come without shoes again, I do not, I personally, me as an individual human do not care if the children wear shoes, minimum standards does not care if the children wear shoes. If the parents care that their child wears shoes, they need to bring shoes. 
Um, so um, that is for me as a director, not a huge issue. Um, kids who have sensitive feet who didn't bring shoes, we again dig through the lost and found, put two pairs of socks on both feet and we go. Um, I, I think you probably have some different ways to handle that that because you're you're not you historically anyway have not been as <laughs> laid back about I, I don't care. Is your butt covered? <laughs> <laughs> your butt's covered we can do whatever we need to do um yeah i mean ways you would handle that kind of a monkey well and i i'm gonna give the example that i know you have had the parent comes in with starbucks in the child's sippy cup and a sweet treat from starbucks and they're not wearing clothes and wasn't that picture day? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you recommend somebody handle the kid who comes in with their Starbucks in their PJs on picture day? Okay. So a couple of things that I think are really, really important as a director is understand your own biases within your parents. <laughs> um, be aware of how old you are. Uh, and how you respond to things, because I could probably respond instinctively the way I'd want to now at 52, um, perhaps maybe a lot differently than I would have when I was 21. So um, take that with a grain of salt when I give any sort of an answer related to this stuff. Um, and if you're the owner and a director, you have kind of a different take than if you are a director of a church program um, or a director and you're not the owner. So keep all of that in mind. Um, but instinctively right now, what I, my response to the parents would be basically, this is great. Is this how you want your child to have their picture taken? And it's that simple. If the parent needs or wants something different, then the parent needs to go home and get it. Um, yes, that means that they're going to be frustrated. They're going to be mad. I didn't know. Well, you know, I'm sorry we've sent you know, X number of emails, text messages, we've sent home flyers and their and their diaper bags or backpacks or whatever, right? So picture day is never a surprise. Um, if they show up surprised, again, that's not our monkey because we know we have done a good job telling them what the day is. Um, same with the shoes, right? Because I mean, I've seen kids come in with mixed match shoes and the parents are embarrassed, right? Because the kids got on a boot and flip flops or, you know, the kid shows up <laughs> and, you know, some very interesting combination of clothes and shoes that don't necessarily match and may or may not match the weather. Um, but again, if the kid is okay with it, that's fine. If the kid is not and the kid wants their different shoes, again, that is a parent monkey. So the parents can come on their lunch break. Um, if it's really weather inappropriate, I would say something to the parents going, hey, you know, it's supposed to be 110 today. And I know that your child is really going to want to go on the playground. You need to bring them some shoes. Uh, we go out to the playground and then tell them whatever time we go out to the playground. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't care if they go to Walmart to get them. I don't care if they're two sizes too big. I don't care what they do, but um, especially in Texas. And again, it depends on what your playground fall surface is, uh, what some of the weather is and stuff like that. You know, if you've got an awesome sand-based playground, yeah. <laughs> okay. I say that now at 52. Um, if anybody knows me, I would not have said that at 24. Um, I would have still been like, where's your shoes? <laughs> you know, even if it meant I'm, I'm, I'm dumping sand and pebbles. So, um, those are definitely things to think about. I mean, 
and as far as the food goes, oh, whether it's the Lunchable, whether it's, you know, the, 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 the cinnamon Danish from Starbucks, um, unless you have a program that has zero food resources, in other words, you don't have a kitchen, you don't really even have a refrigerator, um, I would work really hard to replace that child's whatever they came in with to eat. Um, if possible, something that has a little more nutritional value and put the cinnamon roll or whatever the goodie was in their backpack for um, after school. And it'll be real easy to just say, well, you know, everybody else is having, you know, grapes and cheese for a 9 a.m. snack. I'm going to put your cinnamon roll in your bag so you can have it in the car on the way home. So, so our last one was your own personal monkeys. <laughs> and we talked about kids getting sick, cars, you know, imploding. What are some other examples of personal monkeys? <laughs> well, I think Carrie gets the best ones, having children and breaking arms. And um, I mean, I thought <laughs> one was definitely preferable to the other. And, you know, probably the biggest one I had that became a real issue for me was um, my husband deploying. Uh, he was National Guard, and we have a we had an eleven day notice, and we had a four year old who was in a preschool. So obviously, um, especially as National Guard, not growing up on a or not living on a military base, this meant that nobody really understood what was happening. Um, and it was our first deployment, so we didn't understand what was happening. So it was definitely a mental strain on me as a, as a business owner, as a staff person. There was a lot I had to figure out because I also still had three other kids um, that were school age. And so preschooler and school age kids with a, a completely unknown phenomenon, um, and we had an 11-day notice. So this was not something... Um, any of us were ready for. Um, now, granted, <laughs> here we are 14 years later. So 14 years later, this is a much more common occurrence, at least in Central Texas and in most of Texas because of the numbers of National Guardsmen, A, in our state, but B, that have been deployed and activated in the last 14 years. So um, is it something that I would wish upon anybody? No, but that was also, I mean, I had that same instinct on 9-11 um, that caused a, a definite um, unexplained emotion because we really had no idea what that meant. And we had three children, two of them in preschool at the time. And so again, um, everybody has their out of the ordinary experience. And, you know, we, we, you know, you can do what you can do with the health issues, right? Whether it's pneumonia, collapsed lung, having a baby, breaking an arm, uh, <laughs> you know, as an, as a director, you know, there's only so much that you can do with that stuff. Um, but there are going to be other monkeys that are going to show up in your life as a director, whether it's, uh, your parents, you know, yep. uh, a lot of directors at some point in time in their career will end up with a, you know, a relative who is not your child, but may have had a, you know, an ER visit, could be brothers, could be mothers, it could be, you know, dads. And in that same sense, if you have a partner, um, significant other of some sort, um, uh, whether we want to admit it or not, what happens in their worlds often happens and does affect us. We may try to go to work, 
But if we mentally are someplace else, it doesn't necessarily do us a lot of good. If we have a significant other who is sick, upset, they get laid off. I mean, again, it's that, you know, there have been cycles in the last 20 years where, you know, whole departments get laid off. And, you know, you may get that phone call from your stat, from your partner that says, hey, they're laying people off today. I have no idea what number I am. Yep. Well, and, and the other thing is if there's something big happening, you know, culturally in your area, um, you know, there's been a trauma that has happened to your area um, and it's affecting all of your staff as well as you as the director. Um, I'm, I'm going to use the, the elephant in the room for the last two years, COVID, once we were dealing with the, okay, we figured out how we're going to check kids in and get kids out at the end of the day. And we did all of that structural work. We as directors then had to be like, okay, guys, let's get together and let's deal with what's happening inside. (laughs) Um, And, you know, your center may have to deal with that because a parent got sick or a care, you had a, a sudden death of someone associated with your center, or again, something traumatic happened in your community. Um, you know, there was a, a wildfire, there was a, you know, a violent outbreak, um, something like that. You need to be aware as the leader of that organization that that is affecting you. And you need to take some time to figure out how to center yourself and then how to support your staff. So that's both a staff monkey and a personal monkey, right? When there's something that's affecting the whole community. Um, Which brings me, which brings up a great point. I was going to say one of the rules for monkeys is you can only handle a certain number. So if you're dealing with a community trauma, that takes some of the to-dos off of your list because you don't have the emotional and mental bandwidth to balance your checkbook today because you're dealing with the fact that there's a wildfire that's affecting three of the families at your center. So what I was actually going to really stress was that mental health piece. So if you provide insurance to your staff, please, please, please understand what the mental health benefits are. Um, No offense. I mean, I love the concepts of employee assistant programs and that they're free and you get a couple of days a month out of those. But, you know, let's be realistic. If you've got a trauma, even if you have mild depression, you have a major personal emotional thing going through um, that you are going through with your life that, you know, you don't really want to make, you know, a topic of conversation at, you know, at the workplace, but it becomes something that does affect your day to day. Um, what are what is available within your insurance program? Um, do you have other people or other resources in your community that you know of? Um, I <laughs> over the course of the last year, I've been a, a huge proponent for understanding mental health, mental health in your staff, mental health in the children in your program. Um, again, a monkey that we didn't talk about, but is often a monkey that ends up in your program at some point in time. And a director is going to be a family divorce. And that could be all kinds of monkeys that are given to you from your staff having to go to court to the children just not knowing what's going on to the parents not going knowing what's going on because they don't communicate and so, demanding all kinds of records that you don't even have. And yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, we can, we can, we can give you lots of stories there, but out, out of the protection of the innocent, we just will not do that. Um, but definitely know what the mental health resources are in your community, because you never know when you're a community that might have 
an unexpected community tragedy. Um, we are doing this recording just because I have to bring it up. We are doing this recording the day after the Uvalde, Texas uh, mass casualty at an elementary school. And, you know, again, it was done by a, he wasn't quite a, he wasn't a minor anymore, but uh, a young a, man, a young man. And then you've got teachers and children. And so I have no doubt that there are, in addition to the community itself, you have children of preschool age who are going to be affected by this directly. So, um, you know, we've talked about natural disasters, but then we have things like this that are just horrible stories that just make everybody cringe. And we've had a lot of those in the last two years. And we really encourage you as directors to be aware of uh, what resources are available. And if you don't know, reach out to us at hello at colorfulclipboard.com or catercary at texasdirector.org. And we will be happy to help you identify age appropriate, situation appropriate uh, information. And, you know, the best thing or the easiest thing to say, whether it's staff, children, parents is be honest, just don't tell them any more than they've asked. Yeah. Uh, And And remember, what we're talking about here is identifying your monkeys and knowing that you can only handle a certain limited number. And so that may mean that you have to tell somebody in your organization, no, I can't take that monkey right now because I'm dealing with something that is happening within our center. I can do it for you next week, but I can't do it today. So, and if a parent is asking for something that you don't have the bandwidth for, I'm telling you, we are giving you permission to say no if you don't have the bandwidth to handle that monkey, whether it's a staff monkey, uh, a client monkey, or uh, an organizational monkey, you can say no to them. Your personal monkeys and your regulation monkeys, it's really hard to say no to. You know, your kid bursts an eardrum. You can't say, I'm sorry, that's inconvenient. Can you burst it next week? You're having a baby. <laughs> yeah. Stuff it back in there. Just hold your legs together. Uh, <laughs> so sorry. Um, I hope this has helped a little bit with, you know, we're try- we try to give it a little bit of humor. Um, and, you know, help you to see that monkeys are everywhere and that you need to be able to spot them because if you can't spot them pretty soon, you end up with way more monkeys than you can handle and you get stressed out or burned out. And then we have an issue where you're calling us in tears because you're like, I don't know if I can do this job another week because you weren't spotting the monkeys and shooting the ones that needed to be shot and the ones that instead of shooting, you just need to move to next week. You were moving to next week. You've got to be able to spot them. And, so and even some of those monkeys that you think need to be next week, do they really need to be yours? Um, you know, go read our chapters in the book on delegating. Go listen to some of the delegating podcasts because I'm guessing you've got some monkeys that you've taken that can be delegated. And anytime you can do that, especially when there's not a whole lot going on, this is a great time to practice the delegating so that when things are truly chaotic and you don't have an option, you can delegate. You don't want to wait till you are in a mental health or physical health situation where it's not an option. You have to delegate to somebody because, well, you're on bed rest and you're at the hospital. Yeah. Or, you know, you're trapped somewhere, you know, you were, you were on a, uh, you know, taking your kid on a baseball road trip, uh, and you got snowed in in Albuquerque. (laughs) 
You were on a cruise ship and COVID hit. Okay. <laughs> cruise ship. <Yeah. laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. So thank you guys so much. I hope this was helpful and um, we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Colorful Clipboards. Connect with us on social media at Colorful Clipboard or send us an email to hello at Colorful Clipboards. Send us your voicemail with your own questions and stories. If you want to keep learning with us, visit Texas Director, where we continue to have seminars, licensing, programs, and more. This show has been made by me, Carrie Casey, and Kate Young with assistance from Hallie Casey and Marie Young. If you learned something today, share the show.